Welcome back to Millennial Tendencies with Rachel Sterling. This is her voice of reason, Hugh. It's good to have you guys back today on this quarantine hour, day, month, year, night, day? Who knows anymore? We have Caitlin Allen with us this week. Uh, great comedian, writer, director, everything else that comes with it here with us today. So let's not keep you guys to myself and let's get right to the show with Rachel. L.A. Chicks. LA chicks, I, I say LA just because I live here and just because I've done it. I'm so guilty of this. I do it to you mm. when I say I say I'm. Anytime anyone in LA says um, they confirm time, usually I get nervous because <laughs> because it usually means like you didn't really want me that time, did you? I um, so that's that's why when I, I I I it's it's interesting working with different types of people other than models. Right. Like models and like my hot chick friends, whenever I would say, hey, we're going to do something at this time, um, they would usually go, okay. And then if it's too early, like I like to do things early in the morning. Right. And so I would, they would go, you, so 7 a.m., right? And it's usually they're asking me this at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> which usually means i'm not going to see that bitch at 7 a.m no but it's um it's it's interesting to like the um the different types of people in la that you'll you'll encounter and so now it's it's interesting to like or not interesting but it's refreshing to work with people that are like oh no like i'm up i'm doing this <laughs> I, i'll be there on time so i do it to you all the time i'm like oh wait yeah two minutes and you mean like 10 you need 10 just tell me you need 10. yeah <laughs> I lie to myself and tell myself, "Oh, one o'clock, cool." <laughs> uh, oh, it's only it's it's yeah. only ha it's only happened since we started doing this, like the yeah. the isolation, the ISO pod situation yeah. with millennial yeah. tendencies. Yeah. But you know, hey, it's okay. It's, that wor it's working. Yeah. Where else am I going to go? True. That is that is very 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 true. I, uh, I, I was up. Were you up late last night? Did you, no, what, I went. What to, time did you wake up today? Uh, five thirty. In the morning. See, that was my old wake-up time. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly feel that's why I'm so not, – I'm not weird. I'm just, uh, I'm just out of whack a little because I normally will wake up at 6.45 in the morning, 6.30. And I just go with my day. And I, I'm a morning person, and I really enjoy it. And now, like, I normally – anywhere from 8 o'clock to 11 which is the new norm for me, depending on how late I stay up the night before. Right. And it really is just like, and it it's harder for me to get like emotionally, spiritually awakened and ready. And like, I feel good mm -hmm. when I wake up at 11. It's the same damn amount of sleep. It, it just the time of the day for some reason makes such a difference. But I don't know. I still can't. And I still can't. I, I, I don't have insomnia again. Thank God. But uh, I was reading that there's a coronavirus insomnia situation, probably because people are so stressed out that they're not sleeping. This is true. I uh, hear it yeah, more and more. Like I know a few people, a few friends who can't, their mind just keeps going and yeah. incapable of sleeping. So they've been tend to have some drinks to kind of calm that. But obviously there's been an uptick in drinking dramatically since this all kicked in so. i i have not i drank two nights because i had these wonderful bottles of wine sent up to me 
And so I had two of my favorite reds and I had some dinner and drank and both times, both times I hit a little bit of a wall of depression. Right. Not, not the next day, the day after. So, and I, I'm assuming it's just like isolation and a bottle of wine don't go together. <laughs> right. Bottle of red just don't go together. Um, I can't, I mean, I do have other alcohols. I can't drink them. I, alcohols affect me differently. Yeah. Like we, white, yeah. white wine. I get white girl drunk. Ah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a level of, of shenanigans that nobody needs to deal with. That's when I'm feisty and mouthy uh, and the whole thing. Red, I'm pretty mellow. I used to get, it used to make me sad. That's why I never drank red before. And first I am fine with it. And then I guess now it makes me cry again. I'm just going to not drink at all. Uh, Jameson, we all know makes me nice. I turn into a whole new person that is much nicer than my actual person. And as far as like champagne, I like it, but I don't like in all honesty, it's just not, I know I'm supposed to like it, but it's just like, uh. and then everything else like vodka, I can't drink because I'll either fight or fuck you. We'll probably fight you. The last time I drank vodka, I like crashed a car and I wasn't driving it. So that's a whole nother story we won't even get into. Right, right, right. But like, but like, you know what I mean? Like vodka back when I used to, my heyday is when I used to be crazy and do stupid shit. Like drive past the guy's house to make sure there wasn't another car parked there. Like that's, that's besides me drinking and driving the crazy thing. Now, mind you, that's also when I used to partay a bit. So I always thought it was the partay that made me crazy. Right. Nope, it's the vodka. <laughs> the vodka made me crazy. Is that our guest? Yes, that is. <gasps> is that our guest, Caitlin? It is Caitlin. Hi. Oh. Hi. Finally. Finally. We, were just, finally. we were just discussing my no more drinking because the two days I drank, uh, I didn't have the hangover per se. I mean, a little bit, but it was more like, my serotonin levels were just shit. And I, <laughs> that's when I started having major anxiety. Mm-hmm. Major, I was overthinking. Like, I, I'm a pretty positive fucking person. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, even, I couldn't even do the steps that I've laid out for myself so I don't have to take heaps of medication. And I usually yep. work. They usually work. And I was like, everything's crap. <laughs> you know, and I just went down yeah. the crappy yeah, rabbit went hole. Down like, the rabbit know, hole. I'm like, I'm just not drinking because we were discussing how some people have insomnia and mm-hmm. it's coronavirus. I used to have actual insomnia where I had to go see Kerry Gaynor. He, he does this really great program for stop, drink, stop smoking, start living. He used it on me for hypnosis for just fucking sleep, bitch. And it worked. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, thank God I don't have that. But then we started talking about drinking and mm. uh, that's why I'm not I'm going to be dry through this whole thing. I have to. I think it's, I think that's smart. Yeah. You got to know your, got to know yourself and what you can handle or what's good for you. What's bad for you. All that stuff. Yeah. Full bottle of wine in isolation. Not so much. Not so much. No. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I'm the bartender and the patron, I'm like, you need another drink. <laughs> I do need another drink. <laughs> Hi, you know me so well. And yeah, then, <laughs> yeah, then I start uh, playing YouTube DJ for myself. I have all these mirrors. I start, you know, trying to twerk and I throw money at myself. And I'm just like, you know, it's a whole. <laughs> it's, 
I'm just kidding. We we know I can't. I don't have those skills. I'm trying to. That's my that's my career. Trying to learn how to twerk. Yes, Isabella and I are trying to like learn. How, I can't do it. I can. <laughs> we, we've discussed this. I can do the boob shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least you got one side of it. Yeah, I was telling Hugh that I, <laughs> I was, I, I sent her. I'm like, I sent her boobs. <laughs> all, all the co- male comics <laughs> that we know, it's in these boobs, and we're like, fuck you, I'm not sending you shit because you're a loser, open micer, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> if only they knew Caitlin had the phone for. I've seen so many women, female comedians, <laughs> boobs. Is there a reason why you're Fair. you're the the mecca of female comedian boobs right now? I don't know. I just must have a very soothing masculine energy about me. <laughs> big dick energy. We just we want to sell Joe to someone, but we just don't trust anybody. <laughs> exactly. Like, like we want that. That's the thing is like we want people to know how hot we are, but God, you just don't know how to what to do with this this power, men. You just don't know what to do. Yeah, we we can't so. we can't. You're not ready. No, they ain't ready. They ain't (laughs) ready. So, uh, Caitlin, I first saw, I didn't realize that until uh, I internet stalked you last night. Oh, God. Because I, because I saw you, I went to a show at the Laugh Factory you were performing. That's the first place I saw you. And then, and then I realized that you were just on everyone I know's Instagram. So it was just like, you know, six degrees of separation type thing so and then I don't even like I don't know how it happened did I I think you just started messaging me guess what you're my friend now I do do that a lot I go you're my friend now (laughs) you're my friend now okay cool I have a lot of friends like that and I was friends with Della Temple on the internet for like six months before I even like hung out with her we she just we just clicked online i don't know yeah i feel like i, I do that to a lot of people I'm like, hey mm. you're my friend now you're yeah. we're just we're friends just just so you know we're friends um <laughs> but where you have a you produce a show in the valley on monday well yeah i mean i did <laughs> I don't you know. no you do still produce it it's just yeah. it's, on, it's hiatus. on hiatus yes yes yeah so. i produce a weekly show i host the show as well called Valley Poppins and uh it's just a lot of freaking fun um or it was <laughs> it'll get back there it'll get back don't I know. don't yeah, stress I know. I know. we know it's not like I'm we know how right manifest- manifesting works yeah. you have to say it like it's in the present yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. have to keep it is it's a lot fun. of fun like whatever it it, it uh yeah but it, it was it was a really cool thing I'm sure that we'll get back to it eventually at some point but it was just really cool because it was just all my we me and Mike Falzone just uh, we're really good friends and we just booked our really funny friends and like every week I, I it was great because every week I knew that I had stage time like guaranteed stage time and um, and up to like ten minutes and even more if I really needed even if I needed to do fifteen like it's my show I can do what the fuck I want so um, having that freedom was great and then um, yeah, it, and it just—it was probably the most growing I've—I've I've done as a comedian is doing that show, for sure. Was so, it stressful to plan, or does, was it pretty even, even flow? Uh, it's pretty easy. I mean, me and Mike are a really good team. We—we we have the same kind of attitude about what we want the show to be and the kinds of people that we want to be on the show. Um, you know, we want really good people, but we also want people who are like hustlers that we see out all the time, like. 
working on their material. I, we don't want to see comics come and do it do our show and then come back a month later and they're still doing the same stuff. Like we want to see people like working. So, mm-hmm. cause it's a gym, it's a workout. It's not meant like it's a bar show. Um, it's a great bar show, but it's still a free show in the Valley. So this is a place for people to work on their material and get better. So those are like, you know, we were very selective of like who we were booking, but the, the actual work of it's pretty easy. You just text your buddies like, Hey, do you want to spot Monday at nine? You know? Yeah. And that's, you know, some marketing stuff goes into it and now we have an Instagram page. So now there's a little more work involved, but I enjoy it so much. It doesn't really feel like work. And yeah. I just, every, the whole thing was really cool. And the bar is such a great bar. Which bar? It, it, it photographs. bar at, <laughs> yeah the bar at oyster house in studio city okay they have incredible food they have like amazing like soul food like fried oyster sliders and Ooh. all this like really good stuff and then really good cocktails and it's super cheap so i freaking can't wait to get back <laughs> i miss it so much i'm, I'm like starving now even i know today. i know yeah, like, i, I, I so eat so like good. 20 times a day <laughs> um and then you also did tell me about the backyard because here's the thing is i you performed in a backyard so, but here, here's what, here's the thing. I find I am not scared of performing in a space for paying people. Other comedians, like a club? club doesn't scare me at all. Don't even mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. Other comedians scare the bejesus mm-hmm. out of me. They <laughs> yeah. scare me. I don't know why that happens. I'm like, yeah. And I turn, I'm like 16 well, again. Totally. Like not, I don't want. Like I almost flunked out of high school because I couldn't do roll call because I was so shy. I shit you yep. not. Yeah, yeah. That like I don't want to do my hands. Yeah. So I get that. I to- I mean I'm the same way. Um, I think that's partly why doing Valley Poppins. What one of the reasons that it was so good for me was that I had to kind of face that fear every week mm-hmm. because for the most part, I mean, we definitely had like quote unquote normal people come to the show. We had quite a few like locals that would come every week. But for the most part, it was just a bunch of comedians that would just come because it was just a fun show. They'd always get good pictures out of it. The drinks are cheap. What else are you doing on a Monday night, right? So like, right. Um, so, but that also means that I'm in a very vulnerable place because I'm the host. So I have to go up top cold. Um, you know, I'm, I'm forcing myself to do new material, which is already really scary. And then I'm doing that in front of all these comedians that mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, like look mm-hmm. up to most of them anyway. So it's like, but doing that. And then if I got any laughs at all, I'd be like, okay, I'm on to something. Like it felt really, <laughs> the reward felt so good that you put up with like with the fear of it to get the, you know, to get the good out of it. Um, but I totally get that. The backyard shows, man, those are like hit or, <laughs> hit or miss. <laughs> They're really fun. Or you're like, shoot me. When is this time that it's going to end? <laughs> That's a long time. I'd sweat it. I don't know. I'd be like, I have dysentery. I can't go up. Any one of those weird five card clamps. Uh, so, and then, so you started in film school. Yeah. I did. I just, I went deep. I, I, I really, I, I stopped sh- you. I stopped <laughs> you like I'm fixing a date yet. Um, That's some deep Film deep school. So when you went to film school, was your, you know, because I've I've dated many men that have gone to film school, and they <laughs> they are uh, a special breed. Um, I yeah. think I think that when you do when you get out of any type of college, I think that you're very idealistic, totally, and that's that's the charm of it all. But film yeah. school, you're really, you know what I mean? Like, were you going to make documentaries? Were you going to make 
the next Oscar winner? Were you going to do comedy? Like, what were you going to do with that? I think um, for, for me, film school was, I, I knew that I wanted to go to, like, I wanted to go to college and my parents really wanted me to go to college. And uh, I went to a, a normal university first, like a public school, University of North Carolina at Wilmington. And I was just like, I hated every second of it. I was like taking <laughs> geography classes and algebra. And I was like, this is so dumb. Like, all I want to do is just go make movies. Why, why am I taking all these other classes? I'm like wasting my parents' money. So I dropped out and I just started doing my own thing, like making stuff. And I got like an internship at a summer camp, like filming things. And I just like naturally just started getting like video work and video training. And that's when I found out about the School of the Arts, which is a, an arts conservatory. So it's, you're just doing your thing pretty much. I mean, you, there were some like gen ed classes that we would take, you know, like mm -hmm. geography and shit like that. But it was always with like the focus of art. Like you'd be learning about geography in terms of like art and history in the terms of art. Like everything was always with this like artistic mindset, which I just loved. And I was like, I just ate it up. It was like the best four years that I've, you know, that I had at the time. And, but it was really for me more about creative expression and just like exploring that. I never thought I was going to end up doing stand up. I thought I was going to do like TV, um, definitely comedies. I always lean towards that. Um, uh, being funny and being a goofball. And I acted a lot when I was in college, when I was in film school, um, doing a lot of comedies, funny roles. And, um, and I went for directing specifically. So I directed a comedy. Um, but then when I got out of here, kind of what you're saying with the I idealistic kind of thing, like you get out here and you see what it actually means to get a movie made. And you're like, yeah, this is never going to happen. Like, even if the, the amount of time it takes to write a script, the amount of time it takes to, f to get the money, the financing for that script, to produce the film, to edit the film, like the whole thing was just such a long process that I just kind of like lost the, the zest for it because mm -hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't getting that excitement of getting to be, the, the most fun is getting to be on set. Like getting to be on set and fucking making the thing is so much fun. And that's where I felt alive. And when I was in film school, every weekend I was on set for 12 mm -hmm. hours a day. And I was alive, baby. Like I was loving every second of it. But then when you get out and you're not, you're not, I'm not on set every weekend. You know, I'm not, I'm not making my movies all the time. Like, you know, it could be five to 10 years before my script gets, gets done and gets made. So I kind of like that flame kind of died out for me. Mm -hmm. And partly why I like stand up so much is because there is, it's real time. Like I can write that a joke today at noon and tonight at 7 p.m. I can go to an open mic and I can perform that joke that there's no waiting. It's, mm -hmm. I'm so impatient and it's great for my impatience. Yeah. It's instant gratification. I agree. Absolutely. And, or, yeah. you know, instant <clears throat> failure if they, if you bomb, but at least it's an instant reaction that like I can gauge. I mean, imagine spending years working on a script, getting the movie finally made taking years to make the movie, produce it, and it goes out and it tanks or no one sees it or, you know, whatever. Like, God, that would just, like, kill me. <laughs> that would just yeah. kill me. Yeah, I can relate. I can relate. I've done many great, yeah. great parts in film where uh, I got cut out. <laughs> yes. Like, Mother effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's What sucks. a letdown. It's, it, it is. It is. But them's the breaks. Um, yeah. And well, I'm, I'm much older than you are, but so I'm got a hardened little shell when it comes to, to the breaks. I'm sure. Like the longer you're in this industry, I feel like you just really toughen up. You're you have so, to. You have to. Yeah. You have to, or else, um, you know, up. it'll just eat or, you. Up. 
it will. It will. I mean, I, I, it's definitely, I, I had, think I had it. I had a different progression into the industry than most people. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think it, I realized what was happening when it was happening. So lucky right. for me, I was just really young and stupid. Yeah. Uh, Ignorance is bliss. I didn't realize what was happening. I was just like, you said, I might shoot them down. So I was just kind of like a little, a yeah. little I was a little wind up toy. Yeah. You know, I didn't really realize. When what did was you going move on. to LA? God, in 99, you were probably born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was. Oh, it was a long time ago. Wow, it was a long so time been here ago. For a while now. Ever, yeah. That's why when all the little, little thirty, three, and they're like the stand-up boys, I'm like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, adorable. Mm -hmm. I was like living a life when you were in Cub Scouts. Get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, I know. God, it is mm. such a strange thing. I mean, open mics in general for women are. Already a weird, already such a weird experience. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, well, you uh, you know that's. <clears throat> well, I I've been watching. I, I watch. I went down. You know the. I was watching Amazon Prime, so I watched one thing. Uh, um, led to another thing. So now I'm on this. Like I seem to be gravitating to all these like ERA type shows, equal rights amendment oh, shows. Oh, interesting. And you're like, guns? I'm like, no, equal rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said that to somebody, they're like, guns? I'm like, no, you idiot. No, you idiot. No, <laughs> Although I did think that too when I first said it. Um, <laughs> just like, We've all done it. But, but um, uh, it's very interesting uh, to me because I was really curious. I, most of the things that I've gone through, I, I do love doing stand-up. Uh, all the things that helped me when I was going into acting, mm -hmm. totally, do not help me in stand up. They work one hundred percent against me. I have been. Well, I was wondering if because you one, you have a core group of people that are pretty well. Other people look up to those are your. You know what I mean? You're like if this were high school, I'm definitely a freshman. <laughs> so <laughs> You're a freshman. I, I feel like I'm not. I feel like well, I didn't even feel like I finished. I got cut shortly first year. <laughs> I know that's true. So, oh, I know. Was that? I'm in the, I like basically I'm that kid that their parents got divorced. They moved. I'm like I don't know what's happening. I know. <laughs> and that's why I can't do my. Yeah, I know. Uh, so that's oh, frustrating. But by um, so you and I, you went, you did the pretty funny women. Yeah. Thing. Mm -hmm. I I was told in class by people that probably maybe should have just been taking the class with me instead of trying to tell me what to do with myself, my image. Um, teachers, um, other when I've done other shows, I've been told, uh, don't be pretty, don't be too sexy, don't talk about mm -hmm. sex. Don't I'm not to me, I was like, well, I'm just starting out, so I feel like I should be able to talk about anything I want to talk about. And then when I fail. <laughs> or it doesn't yeah. land, okay, maybe I won't say it like that or change yeah. it. I, I think it's really interesting that men get to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. I hear one more dick joke. My Lord Jesus. I yeah. almost wish, I'm like, well, you can't be that obsessed with it. I mean, you've had a whole life. Yeah. Ha yeah. Have you but met those now, guys who are doing open mics? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's it. That's I all I have to say. Too. I'm going back. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... So because you're kind of, um, you know, I, and I, I, I noticed that once I started going to open mics and meet, you know, they, mm -hmm. they I wasn't like the new kid anymore. Mm -hmm. that, that, that feeling of, oh, you're a hack automatically because you bought tits, that kind of 
either goes away or I don't notice it. I can't decide which it is. Right. Do you feel um, safer because you've just kind of been around the scene more that you can, because you, your Instagram is full of sexy photos. Yeah. I still, does anyone ever say like, you can't be both to you, to your face? Um, (laughs) No, no one's ever, I mean like the, personally, I don't, when I, like, I don't, the way I dress very, this is how I like dress on stage. I dress very muted. I don't, um, you know, it was really hard actually for me to do the pretty funny women stuff because she makes you dress up for the performances. And I felt so like exposed and vulnerable. Oh, I hated it. I hated every second of that. You looked so confident, show. by the way. You well, looked I amazing. I hide like it them. really well. Yeah. I've, I've learned how to hide it, but, um, but no, I mean, I, 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 I don't feel it, it totally depends on the environment. Like if I'm on a date, let's say, or something, and I wear a sexy outfit or something like I can do that and I can feel confident. Cause it's like, that is, that feels right to me. Being on stage dressing like mm-hmm. that does not feel comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my personal opinion, you know, I actually have an issue with Lisa from pretty funny women making us all dress up because to me, it's like, we should all be doing whatever makes us the most comfortable Right. I'm confident when we're up there. And if that for you is wearing stilettos, then fucking wear stilettos. Like, do you know You're, what I mean? Or whatever. Well, I, this, I think it's interesting that because I, I got the opposite. I mm. got don't every, – everyone else got be where the stilettos, where this, where that. I got don't do that. I think – And it changed from day to day, mind you. Yeah. Like I, 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 I changed from day to day. And I, I – to the point where I – I, I'm very grateful. To, I love Lisa. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. But like um, some, when you deal with different people that are in her class, everyone's going to have like a different uh, selling point or whatever makes them comfortable. And, to yeah. me, to me, I'm most comfortable in a turtleneck black situation and boots. Sure. I don't like wearing dresses on stage me because, either. because I feel like they're right. I don't know what it is. I feel like, I feel like if the less clothes I have, I should be getting a sum. Ah! I mean, truthfully, that is part of it, but, but to me, it's also, um, like, look, I already know, like you're, you're obviously an attractive woman. Right. And I, and you know, I'm not, I'm not a hound dog either. So I feel like when you get, when you get up there, I, my intention when I'm on stage is to, for them to laugh at me, not Mm -hmm. to think I'm hot, not to be like, Oh damn, she's got tits. She's got an ass. Like, I, I don't, that's not what I want them to be thinking. And unfortunately, uh, sometimes the, the more attractive the woman, the female comic is, I think it's almost harder to kind of overcome uh, and get their attention on the right mm-hmm. things. I'm here to make you laugh. I'm not here to give you a boner right now. On right. Instagram, get a boner. I don't give a shit. That's what this platform is all about. Like whatever. Um, and even with those like naughty photos on naughty, I mean, whatever, I'm like in a bathing suit, but even with those photos, I still, (laughs) I still try to like add a joke in somehow or like make the caption super funny. Like I'm still, I'm always, my intention is like to just make sure that they know I'm here to be funny. Um, and for every, like some people are not comfortable with their sexuality, so they're not going to do that. That's okay. You yeah. know, um, I do joke a lot about sex, but that is something in the back of my mind I think about a lot too, because I do, especially having a show and going to open mics all the time. I mean, the it is a common trend for new comics to just joke about sex. 
Mm -hmm. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's just, I always wanted to, to almost give the illusion to everyone, even though it's not true that I've been doing this a lot longer than I have. So I was always kind of like avoid trying to avoid sex jokes and stuff because I knew that that looks newbie. However, some of my best material when I go and I've done, I have, I've done shows on the road, the sex stuff always lands. So at the same time, I think it's good to challenge myself to write about other things besides sex, just, Mm -hmm. just from like a, um, you know, a professional exercise for me. Like, hey, let's talk about, yeah, it's like a low-hanging fruit. It's, like, really easy to make, like you were saying, to make a dick joke. It's easy to do. Yeah. It's not easy to maybe uh, make fun of how I was bullied as a kid. That's the topic I've been trying to figure out how to make funny since I've started this (laughs) journey is, like, um, is working on that material about being bullied and how do I make people laugh about this with me? That's Mm -hmm. a challenge. Talking about the time that some guy, like, you know, the condom broke or whatever, like, it's pretty easy to make jokes about that kind of stuff I feel like so it's not Mm -hmm. that it's bad Mm -hmm. um but I think uh something that I've learned from doing this is figuring out what is your brand like when people because people don't know you maybe maybe you have fans I don't so like people don't yeah (laughs) they don't know me I they see this woman walk on stage okay and so uh because mostly I'm I'm new to I've only been doing this for well, now I guess it's like 16 months or whatever. So, I mean, I'm really green as well. So nobody knows me. So I think about this and like the clothes that I'm wearing sends a message. Like the way that I'm presenting, holding myself sends a message. The way Mm. I do my hair sends a message. Am I wearing makeup? Am I wearing glasses? Am I wearing pigtails? All these things before I've even opened my mouth gives them a message about who I am and what they're in for. And, um, I have some comic friends that they really push up, like, do you know, Ariana Basari, she does all the, you know, she's got her tits out and she's got fake nails and that is her thing. And Mm -hmm. all of her jokes are on brand and they really land because of that. If I went up there and talked about my sugar daddy, it would be a very different, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It'd be a very different avenue to get there. Cause that's not me. Yeah. Um, I I do want to see that bit though. (laughs) Well, actually, they don't exist. I, I have they had don't a sugar exist. daddy. Oh, I'm so uh, jealous. It was not what you, it's not what you think. Like it, I had a splendid daddy. I had a splendid yeah, daddy. He, yes, he, he did, did not give me what I, what I, what I wanted. He no. just gave me what I needed. He spoiled me like crazy, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't getting like Venmo money or anything like that. Um, <laughs> Bitcoins. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't getting any Bitcoins. <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah i'm in the market for a sugar daddy or a sugar mama whichever i I'll feel like a su- yeah. i feel like a sugar mom would be way less evasive i mean i have a friend who just started a snapchat premium account and made like has made 10 grand already and i'm just like i'm, I'm about to sit on cakes i'm about to uh, uh, sit on cakes i'm about i mean it's not that bad i'm about uh, that's part I, of that's part <laughs> of the reason i'm I'm uh, working on my fitness in my, in, you know, like yeah. it's in because after this is over, if, if nothing's opening, I'm going to have to go yeah. back to dancing. I'm going to be hanging from pole. Going I'm going to tell everyone the one night to come to see me hang up from time down. Don't God, pole. I'll be there. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll be giving you like quarters. Cause it's okay. It's okay. It all, it, it, they all spend. <laughs> it all <laughs> yes. spends all money. All money. <laughs> uh, so, so, so you don't the wave of, you're just a girl. Cause when I, you know, I love Joel from fourth wall and I, I, I tend to go, mm. to the, I tend to go to the, 
fourth wall cafe. Um, mm-hmm. Travis was way too nice to me in the Valley. So I thought I was really good in the beginning. <laughs> uh, right. And then I went to the one in Koreatown. That one was tough. Yeah. And I went on the okay. day when they were doing practicing for roast battle. Okay. So that happened. Then I right. also working on, now I say funny things about my mom all the time, but Rita had wanted me to, she, as a friend was like, you know, work on this. I, I want to see, I want to see this. And it was really hard for me because I didn't know how to make funny it, and it was, and I didn't want to talk hard about thing it. To do. it. Yeah. So I went to what I thought was a safe space as I had experienced with Travis right. and Valley. Right. <laughs> and I got boys that hated me for just being there. Yeah. And I like made the mistake of coming. Time. Oh God. And I made the mistake of coming from work. I run a waxing salon and, and I, you know, I wear heels all the time. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm, You're looking I'm, the, I'm, yeah. I'm in the South. I, I look, you know, I do makeup and hair and yeah, 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 I, yeah. I roll. Uh, I don't think I look like overly voluptuous, but you know, I can't, I can't deflate my tits. They're there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I went up and I thought it was very apparent. I had my, I, I never, I never really look at my notes because one, I'm dyslexic, so there's no point. Of, I, it's all, God <laughs> knows what. I, I don't even know what I'm reading. So, but I was clinging to those things. So I thought it was very apparent that I was nervous. And instead of taking mercy upon me, they literally yeah, like, happened. oh, sweet Lord Jesus. I could hear their eyes rolling. Somebody went, yeah. and I stopped. And I was just so, so many things. And also this is, yeah. I was so new to, and I was like, you fucking yeah. suck. You fucking suck. And you fucking yeah. suck. I think they thought I was kidding. So that's when they laughed, but I wasn't, I was like trying not to cry. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And then I was like, I got, I held it together. Thank God I was ne- next to last. Got in my car. The only solace that I had was I had brand new car and I knew most of them were poor. So I started that bitch up before, <laughs> before I even, before I even got in the car, my but that's poor, that is my true. peasants got in the car. And as I'm driving, I call my other friend that's a comedian, a little lot more established. And he's I'm like, and I'm like, oh my God, are you crying? I'm like, no, maybe. Uh, yes. And he goes, You can't cry. Yeah. Don't you dare cry. And he's like, Did you cry in, in there? I'm like, no, but I threw a temper tantrum. He goes, Oh, Rachel, you yeah. can't throw a temper tantrum. You can't, you have to go back. I'm like, I'm never going back. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it is like when you get off the horse, like you have oh. to get back on. And oh, face it's it so again. brutal. But do you, and I've had a lot of women say that that room A is just tough for girls. And, and, and B, and even, like I guess, you know, I, I think I called like, and I was like, and then they were mean. He goes, yeah, that happens. You got to like toughen up, buttercup. Um, yeah. uh, but I'm like, why? Why are you guys so mean to girls for no reason? And he's like, we're just mean in general. It has nothing to do with you. It's true. Do you find, do you find that? Do you find that people, when you first started or even now? I feel like now you probably maybe wouldn't experience it so much because you know so many people and you're in the mix. But in the beginning, did you find – am I being are you being mean to me just because I'm fucking here? Or are you being mean to me because I'm a girl? Like, I don't, I never, I've never really felt like anybody was ever um, – that I, I don't feel other than booking now bookings, I think get really sexist, like with who, how shows are getting booked. But as far as like going to mics, going to shows, I've never felt discriminated against because I'm a woman. I definitely have felt uncomfortable 
when men t- tell like rape jokes or jokes they think are funny, but it's actually like problematic. Like that's not directed at me. Like I'm not feeling discriminated against. Mm. I just feel uncomfortable because that was not cool. And you know, yeah. why, 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 you know? Um, but like I said, kind of earlier, like I wanted to kind of give this illusion when I came into it that I wasn't new. And, um, and I f- feel like, even though, like you said, oh, I thought you were so confident at the Laugh Factory show, for example. I was about to, I mean, I was so close to throwing up before that show. <laughs> you couldn't tell. You couldn't I was actually. shaking. And even now, I listen back at the clips on online, and I, like, watch that clip, and my voice is, like, I mean, I, I can see it. Probably no one else but no, me, it just, knowing it seems me. Like, it seems more like you're laughing, like you're, you're enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, it's like an excited ner- nervousness, you know, which is what it was. But, um, but you know, I was terrified, but I, I've always been kind of able to at least put, put on a, a, a bold face or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. also the, the more, you know, my, my job is working for the Laugh Factory for the last two years. I've watched so much stand-up over the last two years and I've gone to so many shows, bar shows, club shows, like shows and people, living room shows, mm-hmm. right? I've seen so many, so much comedy that I started realizing, like, even like, like more seasoned comics that I looked up to, um, you know, the juniors and the seniors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I watched them bomb and I watched them have bad nights. And I was, and then the more I was, was around it, I was like, oh everybody it, it everybody yeah. does it it never stops so you might as well get comfortable with this process you might yeah. as well get comfortable with the discomfort because and that's what I really noticed with the older comics like my my friend comics who've been doing it for 20 plus years they could be up there not getting a single laugh and you wouldn't even they're not even flinching it yeah. doesn't affect them in any way they're just yeah. doing their thing right and so I'd see that and I'm like okay so that's the key is like going. getting to the point where you don't give a shit you know, you're just trying to find the funny and you're just trying to find, like, they're there to help you navigate your, you know, the development of your material, you know, and that's cool. And I've learned to fall in love with the process, but as far as discrimination and stuff, I've never really felt that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I think, um, walk, fucking walk in there like you own it. There's comics who've been doing, there are comedians who've been doing comedy for five to 10 years who are just as shitty as we are in the, like they're still, don't you know I mean? know it. Don't I've, I know I've been it. at shows and I'm like, this person gets paid to travel and do comedy and their writing is so bad or their perso- on stage persona is so bad or like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's dude, talent and quality have really nothing to do with this yeah. and how, and what you believe and how you like, just go up there and ha- if you're up there having fun, and and believe what you're saying is funny it doesn't matter it really doesn't but it just you gotta just, that's the muscle you just keep working that muscle it's gonna be really interesting to see when we get out of here how it's all gonna go down because everybody's gonna be equally rusty it's kind of gonna be like a little restart button yeah i feel like i feel like it's the sieve right now <laughs> yeah it is and it's gonna it's be kind of, it's kind of tough because only the big comics are gonna be really able to i feel like talk about corona because like if i hear one more coronavirus joke i'm gonna kill myself i understand but it's also you can't not address it at the same yeah. time yeah it's hard so it's gonna be something that that's something that only like the best comics are really gonna be able to figure out how to navigate the newer comics are gonna it's always clunky and you know uh it's not as finessed but 
you know, we're, it's, we're going to figure it out and it's, it's going to be an interesting time. We're part of history. That's kind of, we cool. are, we are. I also feel like it's a great time right now to work. I, I know there's so, I know it's, it's, it's kind of cool to be too cool for school when it comes to social media. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's part of the world we live in. Totally. And just just like you got to deal with bombing, you got to work on your posts and work on – this is a really great time if you do not have a presence to get one. Yeah. To get one because you, 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 you are not you, – normally, you know, we all do that thing where we go to these shows like bar shows, backyard shows, whatever, mm-hmm. someone's show – and we don't, we know what one person we're clinging to them for dear life. And we're the whole point is we're there to network, but unless you're, I'm a queen at networking. I don't, yeah, same. Book. I love it. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. be like, hi, what's your name? Boom. Yeah, oh, you were yeah. great. This is my friend. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I drag Isabella to every show I do. I'm yeah. like, great. Why don't you want to hire me? Great. Hire her too. Okay. And then yeah. <laughs> we're Twinkies. We come together. So yeah. um, I have zero shame. Um, Worst they're going to do is what? Say no. Yeah. Um, and I always say, like, she's way funnier than I am, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I will post more, but she's way funnier than I am. So, yeah. so uh, I think it's a really great time. All you have to do, go find that person that's, you see, why are they booking all the shows? Okay, cool. Go to their Instagram. It lists all their friends. Go reach out. Say hi. Yeah. Or go to their people that are doing their shows. Like a few pictures. It's not going to yep. cost you anything. Yeah, and this is a great time. social aspect of social this media. It's a great time. You can do it while you're on the toilet, while you're watching TV. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you're no extras, you can jack off while you do it. I mean, you can do all yeah. these things. <laughs> all these things. I don't look a bit much. Trying we to. all know guys can't do two things <laughs> at once. Um, but you can do all these things. Or, you know, I personally yeah. don't like the TikTok. I, I like to watch them sometimes, but like, I d- can't. This. Like if there's so many things that I do, I can't add that to my list of things to do. And also I'm old. I, I'm, you know, I have the mind of a millennial, but my shell is much older and I can't just be doing (laughs) dances. So I don't know about that, but it's a really great time to build your brand or to go, I don't have a fucking brand Yeah. or to go, Hey, they think I'm too sexual or I'm not sexual, but that's not really me. Okay. We'll figure it out. This is the greatest time ever to just try some, try some things on. Totally. And see what people respond to. So I think that's really great. Yeah. Um, um, and then also I was going to say, like, when you were saying the alpha, the alpha, you, it's funny because um, when you were saying that when you walk on stage, you, people make it, you know, they just kind of clock what you're wearing and how yeah. you do. That, I, I, that's one of the things I did like about you. I was like, oh, okay. Because it wasn't like, it was a very casual, conf- I thought it was very casual, confident, still sexy kind of outfit. It wasn't right. too like, but they're yeah. you know what I mean it wasn't really yeah. you can like it wasn't forced and I was like oh she just looks like a very relaxed cool chick I'd like to be friends with her yeah I mean, here we are but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean it was very like I don't know I don't know just like if like we were at a pool party situation yeah yeah you'd be there with, with your drink I I, <laughs> I literally brought Cause I work at the, you know, I was at work. So I had to, I brought like three outfits, three, I brought like two dresses and then that, uh, romper thing. And, um, and I, I changed my outfit three times. Like I was, I really couldn't figure out what to wear because one of like both of the dresses that I had were 
way too much, way too much boobs, way too much like leg and thigh and stuff. And I was just like, well, I don't, I think that they were way more flattering to my figure, but at the same time, like I, I, at the end of the day, I was like, I don't think this romper is the most flattering that I thing that I have, but it is the most like on brand thing that I have. So I went with that. And of course, like the only <laughs> negative comment on that video is about my outfit. And I'm just like, yeah, what? I know it sucks. I thought your outfit was great. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I a lot of sh- it's fine. I don't care. I agree I with them. I was like, it's not I, my favorite thing. You know, maybe because it's it's kind of my style. So I was just like, I love yeah. that outfit. It that just does it. Amazing. I bought that when I was like 30 pounds lighter. So it just, it was a little tight in some areas. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't, I don't really I think care. it was tight in all the right areas. Hey. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, it doesn't matter to me anymore. At the time, it bothered me, but now I'm like, "Fuck it, who cares?" It's a good bit. I got, you know, I got, a, I've got a clip online. That's pretty cool, you know. It's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. I um, I see it. Well, I see it. Well, I think that they're air. They air a lot of, a lot. Of, I'm seeing it more. I don't. Maybe it's because I'm looking at your stuff, but it just kind of oh. the, the algorithm of Instagram. I see you yeah. all the time. I mean, it's got like 300,000 views on Lisa's page because Lisa posted a while back. The Laugh Factory wouldn't post it to Instagram because they suck, but, oh. but, Lisa, but Lisa did, and, uh, and, I, and it got a lot of views, <laughs> which is cool. That's nice. Yeah. It feels good. Are, um, I, I'm just, I was just looking at my notes because it's, it says, Daddy Issues, Old Men. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, what? I'm like... Um, so how much you, I don't well, have we done open mics together? I can't I remember. So. Mo- most of mine, well, it's funny because my husband was over here the other day <clears throat> and the one that I let live, that he doesn't like that joke. The one that I, was I, let like, I let you live. I let you live. Oh, the let you live. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my, my thing is my, I've been married three times. I say that both of them died. Only one of them died. They start to treat a little. And I didn't know what to do with him. So uh, I go, because there are people that don't know facts from fiction. They think everything you say is true. So I have been at a show where they went up to Isabella because they confused us. How? I don't know. She's white and blonde. And they said, Uh, oh, my God, did you really kill your husbands? And she's like, that was Rachel. I'm like, don't say that. I didn't First of all, I mean, no. (laughs) It's the first answer that it should be. That was me. No, and that Um, was Rachel. Yeah, that was Rachel. I'm like, just the one, honey. Um, But (laughs) but he was over here, and I I said something – something about him I was like oh I should add that to to the thing since you since I let you live and he goes I really don't like that joke because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's Australian so really I don't, don't think funny I don't, uh, I don't I don't think that's funny um and I was like would you want me to kill you off too and he goes I'm not deported I haven't been deported <laughs> I'm like okay well I mean you went he's like I went home <laughs> and he just gets so mad I'm like nobody really believes me he goes uh-huh and I'm like, well, you are alive, but yeah. you find, you know, because you, you have the older men. Do you have older men come up to you after the show? I'm like, um, hey, hey, oh, and like, I'll I put in my hours. And like, yeah, you're right. No, in like a, in like a playful way. Like hmm. it's one of my favorite things to do is when I do a show and I like, if I notice who's in the crowd and I see like an older couple um, or like a, sometimes I'll see like a family. There was one time at Valley Poppins where this family from like, it was somewhere in the Midwest. They were out visiting for some reason. And, and the guy was this like, you know, he's like in his sixties 
and I just had fun with them. I, you know, I would like tell the jokes, I would wink at him and I, (laughs) you know, and I would tell his wife, like, you better look out, you know, like (laughs) it's a Monday night and I've had two cocktails, like, you know, and just like playing with them and they just love it and they're laughing because I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying nothing but good things about older men. I'm saying like, these are the reasons why older men are the best. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, it, it turns into some pandering because, you, you know, I'm like, you know, <laughs> hey. like, Hey, you know, you like the joke, and, but you know, it always works. They always love it. And usually after the show, um, they'll come up and they'll, it's always some dorky older, you know, like dad, who's just like, okay, well, I'll see you. You know, like some dorky thing online though. I've gotten so many DMS from, from guys who are like, Hey, I don't, you know, I'm in my thirties and I don't have, or I'm in my forties and I don't have any roommates. So hit me up, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm not being serious. That's my next question. What to you is old? Um, 50 is probably like my, is, well, it's my personal max. I've never gone further than 50, but that's still, you know, 20 years older than me. So it's funny because 50s, technically not that old for me, but I still think it's old. I, I will look at someone who's my own age. I'm like, God, you're old. <laughs> yeah. Well, most people don't age. I mean, aren't necessarily aging well. I mean, if they were aging well, taking care of themselves, I mean, fucking George Clooney. I mean, God, I'll, yeah. you know, um, like really it, the number doesn't matter to me, but what I wrote that, that was the first joke the first bit that I ever wrote was about older men so I mean again that was it's a sex joke it was pretty like low-hanging fruit um I don't really perform it anymore um it's a good thing to take on the road because I know it'll do well with pretty much any audience yeah um but yeah (laughs) probably 50s my I think the oldest I've ever dated was like 48 so gosh it's I used to only date between 25 and 25 and a half <laughs> I it's swear like the God. worst age. No, well, I was in my thirties. So to me, I, that I just like pretty. I don't. I'm just really shallow. I'm so shallow. I like I'm pretty. I'm working too. on oh that. God, I'm working they, on that. They're fucking stupid at twenty five. They're so stupid. Well, they're not any smarter at thirty five. I'm just letting you know. I know. I'm. I'm realizing that now. No. Yeah. They're. Um, my standards have gotten so low. <laughs> I was saying that, well, one, I have not decided yet because for me, do you know about penguins and penguins, how the, how the, how the mother penguin will sit there and like the, the male penguin that has impregnated her will go off and dive to the bottom of the sea to bring back a pebble. And while she's gone, she's already like had this egg situation. But other penguins, I don't know if it's an emperor penguin. I don't know which species of penguin. I did see this once. Listen, hear me out. The The other penguins come up and they have sex with her and they give her a pebble for her nest. So it's like a penguin prostitution. Look it up. I swear it's real. It's like, it's a thing. And I, I, you know, my, uh, I don't know what it is, but like, I must give off the impression that I can't take care of myself. Because various men have sent me food. <clears throat> and I'm like, I feel like a mother penguin right now. I'm well, like, just like feel, I'm like, they're, they're, they're giving they're, you pebbles. Yeah, giving me pebbles because they want to make sure that, that like I remember them when this is all over. Situation. That's so funny. And I'm like, the price of pussy is going back up. Oh, my God. It, it was at an all-time low for a second. The because, value. Oh, my because God. Because girls are just fucking giving it out. 
I used to like, do it oh. too, but oh, so did I. I'm such a slut. It's not even. Dude, I wasn't even I smart. Enough. Enough. I wasn't even smart enough to be a whore. I was just a slut. It's like you don't I'm have to be have mine. Yeah. I know it's no fun though. No more. It's really not. Not fun. It's, just, <laughs> it's no fun. I mean, there's gonna be some average guys getting some prime pussy when this is over. It just really like the bar is so. <laughs> You're breathing and you have two eyes. Cool. <laughs> Dude, I don't like. I joke that my standards are, are low, but I mean, actually, after this, there's it's gonna be even higher because it's like. I completely uh, don't need you. Like uh, you are so unneeded. And yeah. I mean, I've they've it's, they've never it's never been that way for me. I mean, in the last like couple years, I was in a really like codependent relationship for like five years. But when I got out of that and I had to like live on my own, I figured it out, and I've been single ever since. And I'm just like, I don't, and I don't hate men. This is not like bashing men or anything like that. I just bash don't. your wife. I, no, I'm not. And truthfully, nice beard, by the way. Thank you. Um, I, I'm not saying this has anything to do with men. I just like it so far. I have yet to meet one that has provided any like long lasting value to my life. It's usually stress Uh and, um, and like, and like low standards. It's like, Hey, if I'm paying my bills and I have a job and I have my own place, why the fuck don't you? 100%. 100%. Yeah, I wish I had I wish I had that enlightenment when I was your age. I was like, I can fix you. No. <laughs> you can't no. fix them, girls. You can't fix no. them. That's how they come. As, That's how they come. As the broken man, not in this conversation, but in this conversation, <laughs> uh, I just want to let you guys know we, we've kind of c- come to the time where we need to... Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Which, wrap it up. You know, Aww. I hate to be that guy, but I have You're to be that, that guy. guy. You're that I guy. I that guy. hate men, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'll wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. You never yeah. want to wrap it up when we want to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. You know what? That's the message, guys. Wrap it up. No, you wrap it up. You yeah. wrap it up. Uh, okay. I will when you wrap it up. We'll just wrap okay. it up. Thank you for all your help, by the way. <laughs> no, no problem. I'm, ha- I'm happy to have helped today. <laughs> You were the perfect man today. Uh-huh. You sat there and you listened. He listened and he took Great. care of us, paid attention to our needs. Thank you. Tr- you said yes occasionally. I try and do my best. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see when this is all said and done. We'll, f- we'll find out. Because this is pretty much going to be the podcast. Is it, you know, the interview just... Perfect. You guys ran it. with it. I was just, I was enjoying it. So I'm like, you know what? I tried to give you signals to be like, okay. but I was just like, eh, just let it go. The penguins, ride, I couldn't, I, the penguins, I'm like, this has got to keep going. Look up the penguins. I'm telling you, look up penguins. Look up, look up penguin, look pro- up. penguin prostitution, something on top. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, when I, think I, I might get a different video. I don't think my Google search <laughs> needs that. My Google, it, it's already bad as is. Penguin prostitution <laughs> no he's gonna get some weird facebook ads oh. the cia is gonna like sir we need to come with that the google has been listening to my machine it's it's all just kind of mess That's it's, so not, it's not fun they know that map they show on instagram like what states look at what kind of porn there's gonna be like a new topic penguin porn <laughs> penguin prostitution <laughs> penguins they like penguins okay West Hollywood. you don't know why caitlin where can uh, some people find you on instagram and twitter and things like that uh i am at caitlin allen and that's a-l-y-n um and that's on everything okay twitter 
Snapchat, all the stuff. Um, so yeah, come find me. Say hi. Hi. We'll do. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Look forward to seeing you again. That was fun. Yeah, that was. I mean. We're not going to have much time to wrap this up. If you have a PSA, you might as well get into it. I, I don't have one. I think... Uh, That's okay. You don't have to have one. I think when I try to force a PSA, it doesn't... Doesn't work. It, That's fine. Doesn't what were we talking about? We were talking about quarantining and just like... There's some friends that FaceTime you. Yes. Oh, yes. We were talking about... Yes. So, so... I was up very late last night because I was, A, just watching TV while also trying to write. I finally started trying to do my, my you know, list the series of events so that way I can somehow make light of them into this one-woman show situation. And I found that that's much harder than it seems because I was procrastinating like a mofo. And so I was up pretty late. And I had just, I'm like, I'm going to go put myself to bed, you know, and I, uh, I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom and we all do it. It's a disgusting habit. I have to stop doing this where we take our phones into the bathroom. We all do. It's a bad thing. I, we all, we're going to just live with the illusion that we all wipe them down, everything I do. I don't want to know what other people do, but like you wipe them down so that you don't carry the germs or whatever. But I'm in the bathroom like having my private bathroom time and I get a FaceTime from someone. And you picked up, didn't you? No, I didn't. But I draw, I went, ah! and I put the phone. I don't, I mean, I know how the phone works, but for some reason I like put it over just in case I accidentally touched it because I was like, just I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And it was quite late. And so it's my friend, I won't mention their name, but uh, it's my friend that was, I I think they were just like kind of lonely or whatever. I don't know. Maybe they missed me, but they, I would literally just watch this friend make a sandwich. That's okay. There's nothing wrong. That was it. That was it. They just wanted someone to talk to while they cooked and ate the sandwich. And I just thought that was so adorable. But at the same time I was up pretty late because I didn't, I felt, I was like, I was like, my yawning and I'm trying to hide my yawns because not because they're boring me, but just because it was so late. Like, okay. I, I don't want to interrupt your, because obviously this is the time that you have to call me and I, I want to be a good friend. But I was like so tired. And then that friend started nodding off and I'm like, Oh my God, are you asleep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their eyes were closed. Like, oh, I think it's time for bed. But yeah. So good little story. Yeah. That's, that's a, my, that's a good way to close that, out the that show. That was my weird thing that happened to me. Great show. All right. That's our show. That's our show. I'm going to uh, go back on the couch and, be sure to I'm follow. Watching, I'm watching Miss America or Mrs. America. Mrs. America. Mrs. America. With Kate Blanchett. Well, well just amazing. Her, so that woman does not age. No, she doesn't. Give her re- give her review next week. We will. Okay. Everyone watch it with me. Oh my god, instead of a book club, we'll have a watching viewing club. There you go. You got a All new right. idea. Bye. Bye guys. Bye.